Chasing the pump. I heard about Pluto. It's messed up, right? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hello. Hey, me and Pat are back. Uh, we had, you know, a week off where we played some great Christmas music. I actually haven't gotten around to listen to it yet, but I want well, to. I've seen Carlos is on there. Carlos is on there. Uh, you would like it. Uh, some really solid, like, flamenco, you know, t- it's literally just like the song, and you can hear it kind of, you know, mouth around the words, but he's just playing the guitar. Yeah, no, I wanted to. Stuff. I just yeah. came out Thursday. I've been kind of busy since Thursday. Yeah, and you're not a Christmas music guy. I'm not, but I did want to listen to it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, some people enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I got to talk to Marshall again, and he gave a new song. There's actually a new song at the end of that episode that he had just re- literally, I was about to put up the episode, and he's like, hey, I got another one. Throw it on there. So uh, that was, you know, first time people heard it was actually there. Anyway, big news. Pat, we've had two weeks where we haven't done a show. What have you been That's up to? Right. We've done a lot since then. I wanted, I, like. I wanted to last week, but you wanted to yeah, do the Christmas thing. That was Yeah, I wanted to do the Christmas thing because uh, I knew I it was going to I was totally free. I was off. I know. It would have been easier for you to do it then. It would have been so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have migrated out to South Eldon. Yes. Uh, I was pretty busy last week, and then I ca- it was kind of a force. Anyway, but what, what were you doing? I took some time off as on vacay, which was really cool um got caught up on stuff i visited milwaukee for two days i got pretty turned up at a wedding in st louis uh went down to the old marquette radio station as well and it was completely empty there was nobody in there yeah so i just kind of sat in there for a while kind of thought about going on the air but i don't know i i I don't know then you're on the air then somebody walks in they're like what are you doing right (laughs) not even that not even like there's a consequence for it i just didn't want to be that guy yeah you know but yeah. it, it's empty. The, the room is so much more spacious than it used to be. It used to be a hot box, and you go oh, in yeah. there, and like, it's like empty. So, so they they actually cleaned it up a little bit, like they less clutter. Yeah, and stuff I have like, like that. a picture of it on my phone, but yeah. they have like four monitors now, but they're super small monitors. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do with four uh, monitors? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like RB Sauce. Yeah. They got rid of the computer, the logging computer. Yeah. Where they log the songs, they got yep. rid of that. So maybe that's there. The phone's still there. The old, old-time landline phone is still there. Yep. And uh, same soundboard, same everything. I just thought it was kind of weird that the entire basement was empty when I went down there at 2 o'clock. Yeah, it seems weird. It seemed there to be somebody doing a show. I mean, it's the, it was the Thursday before finals, but it's still Thursday. It's not like it was we, the Friday. We always did shows during finals. You and me would typically still do them. And then one time we tried to do it and we got locked out. Oh yeah! <laughs> we showed up at the place, and uh, I think it was actually we were gonna. We I, had a bunch I, of. We, we brought the beers. I'll bring yeah, the yeah, yeah. We like had that. stuff. We brought stuff over to the. It was like late. It was when we had our late show at maybe like you know midnight, right. and we walk over like across campus. It was cold. Right. We go over there, and then it's just the doors just locked. They I, just weren't expecting people out of yeah, the heart I that do we did. Remember yeah. That now. Yeah. So uh, you were up to Milwaukee. I also went to Milwaukee one time. Uh, I was up there to watch the basketball game. Can I wear protection? Yes. So yeah. I went up there. I watched, uh, watched the game at a bar, and there was a guy there that was just sitting by himself, and he would just clap really loud every time the Badgers made I a— I can't stand it. <laughs> every time it was like every basket? Every basket. He would, he would do that. the first half? For the first—so this guy, like I said, just older guy probably in his, like, 50s, uh, you know, sitting by himself. Clapping really loud every time in in Milwaukee, where Marquette is, you know, majority Marquette fans in this bar, and this guy is clapping very loud. And then at one point, he yells, "Sit down, Marquette!" Oh, <laughs> after after uh, Marquette was winning by a little bit, so or losing, I should say. So 
we're just what kind of like if, if I ever get you know, to that point. <laughs> that, that reminds me of when the Bears used to play the Packers back in the Marquette days. Yeah. Like the first play of the game would be like a two yard run, yeah. and the room would just erupt because yeah. it wasn't good and it wasn't bad for either team. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I, I every play exactly. So it, I just don't get what kind of person just goes ahead and you know just goes to a bar to just watch a game and just root against. I don't know if he gets something out of like being in a foreign area. And just oh, like he wasn't a Badgers fan. He was a Badgers fan, but he was in Milwaukee. Oh, well, he so could have been visiting. Was, I know he was visiting, but I'm saying he was in a bar with mostly Marquette fans there, Pat. Yeah. So he was, you know, and he just he's basically just there to piss people he's off. That's what sheep. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What what motivates someone to do that? I I wouldn't do that. No. No. So what else? So what else do you do on your break? Um, some Christmas stuff. You know, uh, I took care of a uh, guitar thing I wanted to take care of. I got my guitar fixed up. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. I actually traded back. I had traded my guitar. Like, it wasn't permanent, but I had traded it for about a year. Mm-hmm. And so I went and got it back, and I played the shit out of it. So. Was it worth it? It was totally worth it. Well, Pat, do you know, uh, I had this little idea. And so I went to the Bulls game uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And Mike James, friend of the show, Mike James, he was wondering, like, what do you do if you don't know a lot about sports? And you're trying to go to a game with a bunch of people that do know a lot about sports. This is unrelated to your guitar thing, because I had nothing to say about that. Totally fine. Okay. Um, so Anything for Mike James. <laughs> so I had the idea... Of if you just picked one player on the bench and found out every bit of information about that person, and you just started spitting out these facts about somebody, some random like note, you know, like little playing time player, people around you would probably think you knew a lot about sports because <laughs> you know the bench player because <laughs> you just know this player. So like I got the example of like so on the Bulls, if you picked like um, somebody be good would be like. Isaiah Cannon or like Bobby Portis, guys that don't play a lot, but you just know everything about them. You know, like where they grew up, you know, what high school they went to, like what they averaged in college, what like what their college average was, maybe what they had in their first year and kind of what the difference was this year, how many more playing, just like a couple little random facts like that. And if you just start spitting those out, like as soon as they get in the game for like a second, yeah, people are going to think you know about you make sports. make passing conversation a little louder yeah. than usual. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know Bobby Portis. I yeah. think you went to Arkansas or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a good way to pass off if you're trying to falsely get out there that you know a lot about sports. Just pick, you know, because everybody's going to know about the big time players. But if you know about a small time player, people think that you, you know you really know the team. So that's no, I idea. can see it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a coach. So Pat, I also went to the Bears game, and unfortunately, uh, as it worked out, I invited multiple people at one time, and I just. Took the first yeah, first like response. Seven thirty in the morning. That's when I knew on about it. Sunday. That's when I knew about it. What are you it. doing up at seven thirty in the morning uh, on a Sunday? Well, that's when I play my football. That's why I get up early on a Sunday. I play football. Yes, yeah, Sunday morning. That's when I play uh, in Arlington you Heights. Attend the Church of Football. Yeah, the Church of Sunday. Football. Exactly. So I was up, and my uncle, you know, my uncle had free tickets, basically. You know, so he's offering these, and so I sent out to people I knew as Bears fans, and I said, you know, I got free tickets to the game. <sighs> You know, and somebody responded before you, Andrew yes. Sheehan. I went with Andrew Sheehan. Um, it was freezing. I bet. Yeah. Did you do the cardboard thing? You bring the cardboard, put it under your shoes? No. What's that? Supposedly because the cement is cold. Like, yeah. You know, I, yes. I guess cold as a rock isn't really a term. Yes. No, that doesn't really make sense. The cement's yeah. really cold. You're supposed to, like, bring in, like, a piece of cardboard and put it under your shoes. and it's supposed to stop the cold air. From getting directly to your feet. It's yeah, some insulation kind of between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I did not do that. Instead, I was very cold uh, the whole time. Did you eat the shitty food at Soldier Field? No, I did not. Pretty bad food. I did not eat the shitty food. Um, but I did. They, I, one thing that pissed me off: they had twelve dollar hot chocolates. That's how much. Uh, what? It was ten dollars for a beer. Absurd. Twelve dollars if you want a cocoa. Oh uh, my so god. So I passed on that. Well, why wouldn't you? That's, that's <laughs> terrible. You could probably get a pack of that at home for cheaper than that. I don't know. You definitely could. You I, definitely can. You know, three dollars. Okay, it's three dollars on Peapod. I did a Peapod order this 
this uh, morning oh, for work. Is it like not a dollar? It's $3 for a pack of like 10 packets. Okay. So uh, it's pretty cheap. So they're making some they're making some good money, some good margins on uh, cocoa. You know what's sad? People game. are buying it. People are buying it. I saw somebody next to me had them. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Bears are, are not doing great, so people are giving away free tickets, and that's how I got it. And also, when it's freezing by the fourth quarter, everybody was gone. <laughs> but I was still there because I, you know, I don't was get to go a, to the Bears game. Was the game sold out, though, or did it look pretty crowded? Uh, it was It was not that crowded. No. It was not that crowded. I'm not going to lie. I wish in shame. My, yeah, it is kind of a shame. Even yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, you'd think so, but it was like a, this it was, is in Jacksonville. It snowed the entire time we were there, so that's football weather. Man. That is football that's weather. Bears but people, football weather. But people, but people get upset about that kind of stuff. So you know how it is. Uh, so, so uh, Pat, anything else? So two weeks, last two weeks. I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, I, I'll get, I'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bird up. Hello. Two weeks ago, I talked about on my on the podcast with Steve Ribeiro. Uh, I'm going to keep this very brief because people don't care about fantasy football. But uh, I talked about how I didn't get in the playoffs with a 9-3 and record. And so one of the things about fantasy football is the best part is just kind of like the, um, the, the trash talk and that kind of stuff. So I was complaining to the commissioner, and I said, hey, you know, this sucks, you suck, all that kind of stuff. And he <laughs> said, if you get Matthew Barry to write you back uh, saying that the division, that the way we had the playoff structure set up is dumb, then I will give you back the entry fee. So I found a way, and Matthew Berry emailed me today and said that that is not a good way to do it. So I will get my money back, and I'll be donating it to the Jimmy V Foundation for wow. cancer research. Yes, because that was part of my email to Matthew Berry. As I said, I would do that if he responds. So, <laughs> um, so I'll be doing that. But anyway, shout out to Matthew Berry. I was, I was just happy. It was very cool that he was able to. He, goes, right. he gets literally thousands of you know, tweets and stuff a day. And uh, – well, so, maybe that shows you he's actually, you know, reading them. Yes, but this was just an email. This was an email. So he was able to get back to me. It was good stuff. Anyway, uh, suck it, ace, face, fan of the <laughs> official lawyer of the show. That's uh, the commissioner of my league, and so I just took him down. It is Shamrock, riding dirty. He's now 0-2, basically, in any sort of case, because he lost my parking ticket case, and which he was not involved in. Now we lost a fantasy football case. Not off to a good so start. So not a good start before you. aren't even big cases. No, they aren't. And he's not even that heavily involved in them. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, it's really not going good for him. So there's a lot of talk of these, like, um, these different, like, Christmas commercials and stuff right now. I heard a one for Toyota, and it was talking about how with the holidays coming up, what's the worst is, you know, all the cold and then all the traffic and all the stuff. And I was thought it was so weird for a Toyota ad to be complaining about traffic. Right. It's a car. Yeah. <laughs> you supplied, you were the reason that there's traffic. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> what a weird. What are you trying to say? If you get a Toyota, you're not going to get stuck in traffic. Yeah. It, they were, it, it wasn't even like a complaint. It was just a general like complaint. And they're like, oh, but you know, we're so nice over here at Toyota. Come, you know, buy our cars but it wasn't you know it wasn't even like it's just like what a weird thing to throw I'm sorry, in there you could have planes. like heated seats and surround sound and i yeah. would still be pissed off in traffic exactly exactly so uh they should you know people just don't think this kind of thing through right you know yeah. they're in advertising yeah. they're in advertising I mean, they really don't as we've talked with many of these advertising commercials we just noticed that uh i can't believe they work i really can't yeah uh, it, it, apparently apparently they do so Here's another car-related thing, Pat. Uh, recently, a big bus accident happened. And you heard about this? A, a school bus. Yes. Yes. And some kids died. Uh, what? Isn't it so weird? You think, like, that there's not seatbelts required on a bus? Yeah, kind of. I remember we used to go over some train tracks, and we yeah. would literally levitate into yeah, the air yes. over those things. Yes. We, <laughs> we used to play a game where we would try to get – we'd try to see how far we could move, like – if we started in row like 23 or like, you know, the back mm-hmm. row, how far we could make it to the front of the bus by the end of the ride by going underneath yeah, the seats. It's kind of weird how it's supposed to be a safe vehicle and if it's carrying so many people and yet there aren't any seatbelts. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And kids just do I mean, stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. All the stuff that kids do on school buses. Yeah. We'd literally, how much of that would go away? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you just have the seats and it's such a weird, it's just like you have these people driving these kids around and... They're just bouncing all around, and then 
these like they're old metal like this big like metal chunks everywhere like it's it's not mm-hmm. very like padded anything. yeah there's that one seat too with like the big tire yes usually. that always sucked yeah that is How i was that safe no no and it would always get pissed off if you had that one <sighs> yeah i yeah, had somebody that one always... numerous times yeah 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 did you have the assigned seats in the bus uh no i just bad luck I guess. yeah yeah sometimes you just get stuck in there you get screwed pat you don't know nothing about nato i don't know nothing about little thing so pat you talked about how uh you wanted to see you saw i'm not saying you wanted to see you saw what is the word i'm looking for guns and roses you saw guns and roses because it was words. their last three words because it was their last tour right. right i recently found out that my man mostaf aka yasin bay will be doing his last concert series coming up here really and but the problem is it's only in washington dc and new york really okay and so to me it's i don't know i'm thinking about it pat so I, but, I've had this happen a couple of yeah. times. One is actually with Guns N' Roses. Yes. They're coming back to the U.S. Yep. Closest place they're coming to is St. Louis and Minneapolis. Okay. It's taken every ounce of common sense for me to not go to both of them. <laughs> both, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, also, there was this band called Temple of the Dog. And okay. they were basically like the first grunge band ever. It was like a combination of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. Okay. And they did their first ever tour this past year. Yep. And same thing. They did like a show in New York, a yep. show in D.C., a yep. show in Seattle, of yep. course. Yep. And it's like, uh, what What am I going to do? Yeah. I'm not going to go all the way out no. there. No. I mean, it'd be different if it was a different yeah. band. But it was still a big band that I yes. really liked. Yeah. So, you I don't would, know. You would think they'd hit like the three major markets. You Like, D.C. seems so random. Like, just go to New York yeah. and D.C. Well. Like, D.C.'s not a huge. Well, uh, Part part of my French, but uh, how do you say his name? Yasin Bey. Yasin Bey. Most stuff. It's most stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, rap. The same guy. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah. So Chicago is a big market for hip hop. Yes. Yeah. Is it a big market for him? I I would be. He could fill a stage. I mean, he could easily so? fill a concert venue. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What kind of venue? Um, Are we talking United Center? Are we talking like the UIC Pavilion? Are we talking um, like you know something smaller like the House of Blues or something? He could de- not. I would not say he could fill the United. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he could fill the United Center. Like I guess 19, I don't know. It's hard 000. for me. Um, I could see like how big is like like the Chicago Theater, one of those type of places. Uh probably a couple thousand. Yeah, he could easily fill one of those. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I, it's Aragon. hard for me. To, yeah, I it, mean, it's yeah, it, yeah. One of those the big stages, but not like a. I think I don't that Aragon's like four and a half thousand. Okay, that's I can like, see that. That's like I could easily see that. I could easily see that's that. It's like not the United Center, but that's like yeah. the the big like I don't even know what you call it. Yeah, but but s- smaller venue. Yeah, so we finally got. We talked about it a while ago, but he was uh, he tried using that world passport in South Africa or wherever he was, mm-hmm. and then they're like, uh, "This isn't real. You have to, you're <laughs> stuck here." <laughs> so finally, he got out of that, and now he's doing a final tour. Uh, apparently, he's done with music. But anyway, uh, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy. Why is he Why is he chalking it up? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear the. the, I didn't hear the whole explanation, but I did want to get to before we get too far. We do have uh, Zach Kravitz joining us in a little bit. For he's going to talk about his uh, his website and it's kind of like fitness thing, fitness and training. He'll tell you all about it. So we'll have him on in a little bit here. Want to go over some Twitter stuff here, Pat? Okay, that's right. So we tweeted out here, and by we I mean Trevor at Chubstep Podcast. Follow us. What is your biggest driving pet peeve? Your answers will be aired on our next episode. Uh, so we got one here from Chester Stevenson that says females with dogs on their laps. Why is that a pet peeve? Driving pet peeve. Oh, like they're driving in the They're head? driving with... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not safe. No, that's not safe. And the dogs are always... The dogs always like... Sometimes they stay in your lap, but a lot of times they'll like go down to the foot pedals or they'll go... They'll, like, they'll go down in the foot wells or they'll like start just jump on out. things, start freaking they out. They like a horn or something. Yeah. I, we have one of our dogs just throws up from time to time. When he, <laughs> like, you don't want that. Yak. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, <laughs> uh, we got another one here from Benny Boy. Airbags. Biggest okay. driving pet peeve. <laughs> you know, I, I saw something or someone said something recently that one of the most dangerous people or dangerous things people do in a car is when they're in the passenger seat and they put their feet on the dashboard. Because if they hit something, the airbag's going to explode their legs into their face. <laughs> yes. I never even thought of that. Yeah. No, it's true. How it's many times true. have you been like lazy with a friend yeah. or a cousin or something? Oh, yeah. Just being a jerk off. Yeah. Put your feet on the dashboard. Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. That would be bad. That'd be really bad. 
Yeah. I don't uh, – yeah, people don't really think about that. I mean, what if you hit and, a bump too hard? There's also a lot of theories, like if you have airbags in your car, you know, the, the amount of safety features we have now is causing people to be worse drivers just because they're not as concerned. Like if somebody had on the steering wheel just like a big spike and you knew if you got in an ex- accident, you're basically screwed. So you would You would drive way safer. Yeah. yeah, you would drive a lot differently, right? Yeah, you'd keep that two, three-car distance for sure. Big time. Big time. So you can definitely see, uh, yeah, the airbags. Screw airbags. <laughs> yeah. Here's the next one. Whenever I see someone that looks like Pat and I try to run them off the road. Oh. That's from uh, Steed Palomino. Really? Yeah. Well, Steed, lay off the speed, bro. Lay off the speed, bro. Uh, here's another one. The way Pat pronounces mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? <laughs> mayonnaise? I don't know. How do you? <laughs> what does it have to do with driving? <laughs> I don't know. So uh, the, this is the last one here. This is from Steve Ribeiro, uh, friend of the show, Steve Ribeiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Fisher got fired today, right. Rams head coach. So uh, I don't think Steve read the question all the way, but uh, he says revolving doors. What's wrong with uh, the regular door that we can just make annoying, difficult, and less efficient circular door? I'm yet to see a car with a revolving door. Yeah, so <laughs> but, but just in <laughs> Just in general, revolving doors, you fan and Unless maybe he means like the Lambo door. No, I think he's no. I think he just saw what is your biggest pet peeve. He didn't see the driving part. <laughs> revolving doors. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, you you kinda like I don't you, like those either. You kinda have to like enter them. You kinda have to wait to get in them. Somebody's like sometimes they spin them fast. You to time it well. You know, you can easily get smashed in there. My favorite thing to do is if I'm walking like in front of somebody that I know is behind me in a revolving door, then I'll like, as I'm leaving, I kind of like hold the door for a second because they're going to keep walking forward and then they end up running into the glass door. <laughs> That's kind of like my go-to thing every time I'm it's in a, a revolving door with sharing. somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the two-person one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it's a weird, just kind of a weird, stupid thing. Hey, speaking of weird, stupid yeah. things, and we're talking about Twitter, shout out to iHeartColesCash on Twitter at Emunation2. Yeah. I love the new name. I heart Coles. What is that name? It's I heart Coles Cash. <laughs> I did see this. Uh, he said he liked on the last episode when I said, "Look at how happy Marshall makes those kids." Uh, there's a Marshall's a Chambre song in the last one where these kids are singing uh, "Happy Christmas." They're saying "Happy Christmas." Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Is happy this, Christmas. Is this Harry Potter? Now? I know. I know. And so they're yelling that, and then uh, I said, anyway, glad you like that. Uh, I heart Coles Cash. <laughs> So we are going to take a call here from Zach Kravitz. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. What's going on? We are ready for you, man. This is Chubstep. I feel welcomed. (laughs) Good. So you're here with me and Pat. Uh, people can find your website, foreverintraining.fitness. That is right. Yes. Am I? Are we? Are we live right now? We are live, but of course, uh, you know, if we screw this up, we will. We will cut out what what needs be. Oh, I'll, I'll be sure to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So uh, people can also find your YouTube channel and your Instagram, Zach Kravitz. And a Z-A-C-K. That's right. Well, my YouTube channel is actually youtube.com slash forever in training. Um, but they can find me if they just, you know, search Zach Kravitz. Um, I pop up right away. So both work. Okay. Okay. So we're both right. Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm never wrong. I just want to be clear that I'm never wrong. So uh, I want you to tell us a little bit about forever in training here, Zach. Sure, sure. Uh, so I started forever training officially um, about eight months ago or so. Uh, I was training myself at a commercial gym, and I wanted to start my own thing. And so I actually took all of my clients from that commercial gym, and we uh, we transferred over to a warehouse gym. It's a CrossFit gym in Highwood. Um, called Performance Factory Training. And it's just a really, it's a great community. Um, I don't personally do CrossFit. I don't do CrossFit with my clients. Uh, We simply work out there, but it's a great space. Um, It's a judge-free zone. There's no mirrors. 
you know, it's a, it's a very bare bones, uh, type of gym. And, um, I, mo- I mostly train North shore moms. It's oh. kind of been my clientele, uh, recently. So it's been good. I train athletes. I train all kinds of clients, but the area that I'm in is, uh, is mainly these North shore moms, but it's been, it's fun. It's a good time. So. Yeah. So I saw that you have uh, on your website, you have like a process. If somebody is not in the Highwood area, they can contact you in other ways. And you have kind of a process for that. That's right. I do. I do online training as well. Um, That is mainly for people that that want to lose weight. Um, And what we do is we set up a Skype consultation. Um, and we do these check-ins once a week where they send me an update on how things are going and I send them a video response back, um, giving them an update on their nutrition, their training, um, stuff like that. So they, they kind of have to be somewhat familiar with the gym setting, um, you know, in order to really succeed with the online training i've had a couple clients that aren't really in that that aren't really accustomed to the gym setting and they've done pretty well but i've had others that that really need that that one-on-one um that one-on-one type training so uh, the online training is mainly for for fat loss and and people that are really accustomed to the gym setting cool 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 so what do you think is like the biggest thing holding people back from getting and staying in shape? Consistency. Um, you know, New Year's is coming up. We were going to have a bunch of New Year's resolution people, and they start for two weeks. They, they go 120%, you know, yeah. and, uh, and they just burn themselves out. And so for me, what I, t- what I like to tell people is, baby steps, you know, don't burn yourself out. It's consistency beats hard work every single time. Someone that's been, someone that's been training for a year, three days a week, you know, having mostly good workouts, but some bad that happens all the time, um, versus someone that just kicks ass in the weight room for just a month, you know, the other person's going to, be in much better shape. So it's really, it's all about consistency, just coming back, even when you don't feel like it. Uh, that's the hardest part for people. Yeah, for sure. So I, Zach, I've seen a lot of your videos and the quality is quite impressive. Um, you've definitely, Thanks, man. I yeah, appreciate that. yeah you've, you've definitely gotten a lot and they've definitely evolved over time. I think, you know, you're, you're getting much better at them. The, you know, the videos that you can see it, I mean, it's definitely quality stuff and it seems a lot more like, lifestyle more than just kind of like here's what I'm doing in the gym you're, you're doing a lot more of you know it's like more of a daily routine this is kind of what's going on and then you know it's always tied to a gym element in some way but I think right yeah so I kind of want you to just go through kind of a, a daily routine as far as like you're in the gym a lot but I, I think you can you know people can get in shape without being in the gym 24 7 Right. You know, it's just, it's, it's really such a small part of your life. You know, it's an hour of the day where you're actually in the gym and, um, you know, you should still be able to enjoy your lifestyle, uh, without having, you know, the gym and, and, and the dieting and all that stuff really take over your life. Um, so that's why I've, I've kind of transferred over to these lifestyle videos to show people, Hey, you know, you can have a life, you can do, you know, you can be social, you can go out, you can have drinks, you can have dessert. And you can still look good, feel good, and make progress in the gym. Um, You know, a lot of these, I might might be going off topic here, but a lot of these fitness trainers um, get a little bit too hardcore, in my opinion, um, and discourage people that that fitness takes up their entire life. And and, and a lot of people don't want to even really start uh, because of that aspect. So, yeah. Yeah. So Zach, what, bring us through a little like daily routine of your, like, what would you do in a day? 
me see here. What do I do? That's such a great question. Um, well, when I eat, you know, I start, I do track my food. I've, you know, I've been doing this so long where I've been actually, where I've weighed my foods and stuff like that. I, I kind of know what I'm taking in. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't, you know, I, I know exactly how many calories I really take in, um, you know, without having to weigh my foods and stuff like that. So, you know, I have, I have my breakfast, I have, you know, some eggs and, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I train my clients later. Uh, I work out, I come home, I hang with friends. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I guess I kind of have a boring life now that you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, what, what are your, we might, you know what, we yeah. might, I think Jared, we're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can't make people think I, I live this boring ass life. <laughs> Well, Zach. So, like, what what is in your normal meals? Let's like talk. Like, what what's that kind of stuff? My normal. I, I eat normal foods. Okay. Um, you know, I it, it's there's so many things I could talk about when it comes to food, but <laughs> well, yeah, give I, give someone like like a crash. Somebody, let's say somebody that's looking right now. Like, how do I just eat a little better, but not? You know, I think a lot of times you go into too much. Maybe people start hearing about your weighing the foods and they're going to think get a little overwhelmed. But what's just like a general like rule of thumb more along the lines of somebody well you know, uh, are they trying to lose weight or gain weight let's say they're trying to lose weight it's it's all calorie restriction you know someone someone that that has a balanced diet and throws in some dessert and and keeps it a little restricted with when it comes to portion size um versus someone that you know eats you know, like a robot has like, you know, chicken, rice, broccoli. I'm sure you've heard of that mm-hmm. all the time. In order to lose weight, you got to eat super clean. Um, that's just not the case. So with me, what I recommend, like I'm actually, I'm having a steak as we speak. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's all portion control. So someone that, that eats just, you know, has like 60 to 70% clean foods, you know, foods grown from the ground. Um, and then 30% or 20% of, of unhealthy foods, foods that we enjoy. Um, that person's going to do a lot better than someone that just eats, you know, chicken, broccoli and rice all the time. So if you were to compare two people, for example, yourself, um, let's say, one of you eats chicken, broccoli, and rice, and, and, and you have 2,500 calories versus someone that had, or versus your, your clone um, who has, you know, cake, uh, protein powder, and I don't know, pasta or something mm-hmm. or whatever. But, the, but it's, that person eats unhealthy is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you guys would look exactly the same because you're eating the same amount of calories. So it's all about calories. I'm, I'm overcomplicating this. I apologize. It's okay. all about calories um, when it comes to trying to lose weight. So, well, first of all, this is the first I'm hearing about the clone thing. Um, but good to know. That <laughs> <laughs> but uh, secondly, what? Yeah. So you mentioned the protein powder. What are your kind of your thoughts on protein powder? Um, you got to think of it as food and not a supplement you know if if someone needs to take in a certain amount of protein and they're struggling to get that intake in with food alone that's where protein powder comes in okay yeah that makes sense you think you think people overdo it a lot the protein powder yeah well they overdo it when they have to have their protein shake after their workout Mm mm-hmm I'm sure you've heard of that. Oh, before, definitely, definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a myth. The, the anabolic window where you have to get a certain amount of protein in um, after your workout is just nonsense. Um, it's again, it's it's all about how many calories you get in by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and I've I've made videos about this before. I'm totally butchering this whole this whole conversation <laughs> with diet, but um, 
basically what I say in my videos is our, our bodies, they don't know what a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, they don't, they don't restart and they don't shut down and restart every single day. They, they know averages. So technically it's how many calories have you taken in by the end of the week? Um, if you're, if you're under your maintenance calories, meaning you're taking in, um, less, or, yeah, if you're taking in less than you burn, you're going to lose weight and vice versa. If you take in more than you burn, you're going to gain weight. And it's as simple as that. What is something you don't probably see it as much now you're, it seems like you're more working out alone or with your clients, but what is something you see people doing wrong? Probably the most just in a gym setting. Uh, well, in a commercial gym, you see a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, it's, it comes down to form, um, especially with the, the big three movements, the squat, bench, and deadlift. Um, you know, they're such, they look like such basic movements, but they're not. They're extremely, extremely technical. And if you don't do it right, you can, you can really screw yourself up. So form, I mean, it's huge, especially when you're lifting heavy. Um, but there's some, those are the best exercises for you at the same time. You just got to do them right. And you have videos on how to do the forms for all those. Yes. Yes. And creating new ones to updated versions. Um, those are all on a YouTube channel. Cool. So, Hey Zach, first of all, a friend of Pete Marianovich, he wanted me to say hi to you. And, uh, Oh, you know, Pete, I, I, I roomed with Pete his freshman year. Are both of you guys Marquette? I know, I know Jared is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Pat was, on. Uh, Pat lived on my floor in O'Donnell freshman year. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, OD represent. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, question. I really like the idea, but I'm curious what your answer is. What's, what's the deal with no mirrors at the gym? What's the deal with no mirrors? Yeah. Is that like, is there a specific reason well, for that? No, um, not at this specific gym, but the reason for the reason why I don't like mirrors, um, is because when you're doing, you know, the squat bench and deadlift, you want to focus on that movement and not really look at yourself while doing the movement, if that makes sense. Okay. The best way to really know if you're doing doing the movement properly is by filming yourself. Um, and then, you know, looking back at the footage later. Um, another reason is because people are extremely insecure. Um, you know, when they look at the mirror, they, they want to, they, they see themselves, they might not be happy with the way they look, they get discouraged and boom, they're not coming to the gym again. So in my opinion, mirrors, mirrors are, are not the greatest thing, um, for most people, for most people. Okay. And, uh, wait, we were talking about bad form at the gym. You see it all the time. Do you think with guys, the biggest problem is they're trying to put up too much weight? And maybe not as many solid repetitions, but trying to show off their strength in public. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's right when you walk in the gym, you get slapped across the face with like ego. Ego is all over the place in the weight room. You know, you got your you got your high school squad with their <laughs> uh, tank tops on, trying to outlift each other, and you know, especially in in the squat and they don't even go to proper depths. Um, so not only are they possibly going to hurt themselves, but they're not even getting the full benefits of the exercise. Yeah, that makes sense. So Zach, I thought a little bit more about this mirror thing. What do you think about a two way mirror that has a camera on the other side? Does that make everybody happy? (laughs) I wish I had that. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll put a real question here. So uh, me and Pat talk a lot about uh, hard bodies and soft bodies here. What do you think is the line between a hard body and a soft body? The line between <laughs> a hard body and a soft body? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I consider myself kind of a hard body, and Pat's recently been saying he's a soft body. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so difficult to answer. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, what can you grab on his stomach? 
Ooh. I was going to say the stomach. That's the Okay, you think it's – yeah, that's a good point. It probably is stomach. Either that or yeah. the extra weight on the hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you get a full – if you get a whole full – a full handful. Yeah, I think I think you're you got you got okay. some you got some softness. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Sounds good. That sounds. I like f- to call it fluffy. Yeah, I like to call it fluffy. You're fluffy. Perfect, perfect. So what uh what celebrities out there, like or celebrities slash athletes, kind of impress you with their fitness? Um, Jason Statham. I think he's pretty fantastic you know he keeps it he keeps it lean like all year round mm-hmm. you know um that's so difficult to do if especially if you don't have good genetics but yeah. he's got great genetics you know he's he, i don't know how old he is does anyone know how old he is i don't think he even knows how old he's creeping he is. up to, i don't know yeah but he's creeping up to you know, 50 soon yeah definitely he's, he's gotta get up there yeah um he's impressive um Oh man, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is a is a phenom. That guy is is incredible, especially for his age. Uh, man, I'm naming all old guys. Uh, who else? Well, I think I think it, you notice it more when it's though. older guys because it's so easy to get out of shape once you get older. I mean, I think it's yeah. yeah. I mean, that's those are the guys that really stick out. Yeah, because. You know, to have a body like theirs is just so rare. Yeah. Especially these days. Especially these days. So one of uh, I my dad's my dad's best friend is a, uh, a gym teacher, and he had a good quote that I always like. And feel free to use this at the beginning of one of your videos. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he has a quote that <laughs> that says, uh, "Once you stop moving, you stop moving," and just kind of talks about he just the guys that that continue just to continue to like stay, you know, continue to move and continue to work out through their lives. You know, you can, you can keep going for a long time. I mean, but if you stop, you know, if you take a year off, two years off, it's going to be so much harder to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the longer, the longer you, you stay off, the, the more your body fights you. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been, I, I train a, I train a couple of clients, uh, right now that, were inactive for over 15 years and uh they were athletes in high school um they were active in college and um you know they can't even do a body weight squat anymore and it's sad but you know they're actually they're have been working with them for some time now and they're it's taken it's taken a while but again those baby steps they're slowly Mm -hmm getting it back um but it's tough man i mean it's so tough it's it's hard for me to really understand what they're going through because i've never had to experience that yeah um but yeah i mean you really you got to take them by the hand almost and then show them the way so and it's more of a it's more of a mental battle than a physical one yeah it really is yeah yep uh one of my Celebrity, back to the celebrity thing, uh, or athletes-wise, David Robinson. Have you ever seen? Uh, he was a center for the San Antonio Spurs for a few years. Look up a picture of his. Uh, uh, he he's he was seven one, and he was just the most insanely built guy I've seen. Uh, but just impressive. David Robinson. David Robinson. Type of David Robinson arms. But uh, <laughs> he. What the reason? The reason. Oh my God. Yeah, sure. So the reason I respect it so much is being a taller guy. Like it's, I know it can be harder sometimes to like the the amount of movement I have to do for a bench press versus somebody who's five four. You know, it's gonna be I have a lot more right. movement to do. And he was seven one, and they, you know, right. It just it's crazy to me that kind of stuff. But uh, that, that, yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. That guy. is all genetics. Yeah, that is all genetics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so. Uh, Zach, so I, I heard you one time saying that that the the problem with kind of a shorter format, you do your your YouTube videos around like eight minutes. But uh, what what is like a what is something you want to try to get out there on? This is a longer format. Obviously, the show is going to be probably like an hour long. What is something you like to get out there on a longer format that you can't really get out there in your shorter videos? Or is there anything you can think of? Um, that's an interesting question. Um. And tough to answer yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess 
you know, with, with the types of videos I put out, they're called vlogs. I don't like to call them that, but they're a video blog is what it is. And it's really just a highlight reel of your day. And they don't really show the negatives, you know, it's like, it's like a fake reality and people like to watch them because they can escape from their own reality. Like when we watch television shows and movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, so I don't know if I'm answering it the way you expected, but I would like, I would, I would love to show, you know, the negatives of, or not the negatives, but when I'm, when I'm feeling down, when I'm, when, when, everything is not working the way it's supposed to. I would love to convey that in my videos if I could go longer. Um, because I think people need to see that, you know, they, they think all these YouTubers that make these vlogs live this glorious lifestyle and it's just not the case. It's not the case behind the scenes is, is much, much different than what you see in front of the camera. It's just, it's a grind. It's a grind. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great, I think that's a great answer. Yeah. So, oh, good. yeah. <laughs> if there, is there, is there, uh, is there anything else you'd like to get out there? Oh, we're wrapping up, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess for, for anyone that's, that's, that's struggling to, to hit the weight room and, and keep it consistent, whether they're intimidated, they're insecure, um, stuff like that, you know, you got to think about all these people in the gym. They just, I I like to say 98.5% of people in a, in your average gym have no idea what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you kind of think about that. Um, hopefully, they'll they'll help some people, um, you know, come come into the gym and, and try it out. So yeah, I think that's perfect. So uh, everybody, check out Zach at foreverintraining.fitness. and you will find everything. Yeah, you check out my website. Check out my YouTube channel. I like to post two videos a week. Um, more if I could. Um, but, uh, yeah, awesome. I, I want to thank you guys for, for having me on the, on the show. Yep. It's and been we'll, a pleasure. And we will have links to your show on our Facebook page and also just through the website and stuff like that. So cool. Perfect. Yep. All right. Perfect. Thanks for a lot. Thanks a lot for coming on Zach. Thank you. All right, Jared. Thanks right. a lot, man. All right. Bye. You like that? You like that? So that was Zach. Thank you for calling in, man. So, Pat, we are running low on time here, but did you have any of your things you wanted to get to? It's not even a bitch what, but it's kind of like a what the hell. Okay. Uh, Who? Okay. So I had to get my car taken care of while I was on vacay. Uh, I stopped it. I didn't know it was going to take an hour. I thought it was going to take five minutes. Yep. So the nearest store by was a hobo. You ever been in one of those? No. It's just like a general store okay. i guess they have yeah, everything a, yeah like a like a gas station convenience area without a gas station attached N- no <laughs> there's not like food in there it's like okay. a a like walmart and a home depot oh okay combined. one of that okay okay so they had this thing called uh, i mean i guess it's pretty common a key like a key hider or a key finder key finder well that's a key not hider a key and a key finder, finder are a opposite key hider Okay. <laughs> so it's you, a it's a log. Okay. Oh, that you, you put, put a it key. next to your door and okay. you put the key in key there. there. Okay. Yes. Don't yes. you think someone who's been around the block robbing houses <laughs> knows the difference? Yeah. And why would you just have a random log and next to your door? Not even that. It says key hider. I'm sorry. Key yeah. hider on the box. Yeah. So now they've seen it in the store. I'm sure they could Google key hiders. Yeah. Yeah. Just I've seen the rock ones. I've never seen the yeah. log. But yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. bear's log. Oh. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. And on top of that, I, I've been seeing a ton of videos on Facebook for whatever yep. lately about how to pick a lock. Yeah. I think we're just setting up robberies. Yeah, let's not do that. I, I, let's if not you're locked out of your house, I'm sorry, but that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's probably Call not good. Call your neighbor like, with the key. Give your, give your neighbor a key. Give your neighbor. If you trust your neighbor. If you trust your neighbor. Yeah. If you or, don't, that's not a good idea, guys. Give, do give not your, give your give neighbor your grandparents the key. key. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do something. Bury yeah. it in the backyard. Yeah. I don't know. 
And if you're, yeah, bury it with your grandparents if they've passed away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe too far. Maybe too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so here we go. We got an email here. Okay. Okay. This uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Eximus help. Love you guys. Love your show. Thanks. So it's that time of year, and I need to do some Christmas shopping. My girlfriend gave me a few suggestions what she would like, but I don't know. I would appreciate you chubs to help me out. Keep on chubbing chub on Jisa. Well, that's it. You don't even he get just like, wants... what she likes. So that's the just thing. Just get a general gift. He just wants a so perfume. Perfume. <laughs> you like perfume? See, okay. To me, you can't strike out with perfume. Okay. Okay. I mean, unless, unless they, they don't know like... it's cheap and you're being. You that's know... true. That's true. Or they don't like the smell of it. No. Do you think they always like the smell of it? Uh, Perfume well, is I, not I the worst know, I idea. Guess. Yeah. I just think if you get like a nice brand, like yeah. ask ask you. Get, I'm sure you got friends who are girls. Yeah. Ask them. Ask them. That's a good question. That's a good point. Perfume. That's a, always asking other girls. I feel like uh, you, I okay. You, yeah. I like stuff to do. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Stuff to do. Get like the the helicopter thing in the city. Yeah. I don't like heights, but maybe she yeah. does. But it can't be like something. You like to do more than her. Like you can't choose like a Guns N' Roses concert. I was just uh, gonna say, <laughs> it can't be like, oh, let's do like a Bulls her. game. She yeah. doesn't watch basketball. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, New Xbox. I feel like those are the uh, the but those are the safest um, the safest bets unless right. you really know that she actually wants something like an experience. Like oh, we're let's go to uh, I'm just doing something cheap that's like a Lake Geneva type thing for the day or something. You know, like, something like get a hotel room. Get downtown. a hotel. Room. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of the implications. Right. Don't do a yeah. gift card. I did a gift card one time with a girl. <laughs> no. Did not go well. Bad news. It was bad news. Bad news. Unless she specifically says she wants a gift card to that place. No, I got her so many gifts and she hated them all. So I got her a gift card and that was yeah. even worse. <laughs> so there you go. Experience. Experience. You can't go wrong with experience because then you can always, uh, you can always, you know, improv the day of, you know. You, right. It does not set in stone anything. So uh, I think that's your best shot, Jisa. Give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. Uh, and then you can do it last minute too. You can do it a little more last minute than you can some other gifts. Like if you got right. to wait for a gift to arrive, the girls don't like if you, if like you just gave her, like with my family, I can order some stuff like a day before Christmas and just show them a picture of it and be like, oh yeah, it's on its way. You can't do that. I had with that a happen one time. Don't buy from Etsy. Ooh, it takes a while. Well, it depends on the gift. I mean, they're all handcrafted. Yeah. But so I, I'm not saying don't buy from Etsy at all, okay. but if it's last minute. Do not buy from Etsy. No. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, how about a Jeff Goldblum movie review? Hi, hi, hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay. Uh, we're going to go through this one fast, and I'll tell you why here. This is called uh, The Favor, The Watch, and The Very Big Fish from 1991. Um, directed by Ben Lewin, and he doesn't direct anything else that I'm familiar with. Uh, no shot at him, just, you know, not familiar with his work. Anyway, here we go. Starring Bob Hoskins. He's from Enemy of the Gates. Enemy of the Gates also had Rachel Weisz in it. Rachel Weisz was in The Mummy with Brenda Fraser. We'll tie it all together. He was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit and also Snow White and The Huntsman. Uh, he recently died, 2014, RIP. Uh, Natasha Richardson, she was the mom in Parent Trap. Married to Liam Neeson, she was. She recently died in a skiing accident. She slipped. Yeah, it was like in a, and it was on a bunny. It was like in a yeah. beginner's thing, and she was not wearing a helmet. Yeah. Um, that was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. Uh, so, which is kind of crazy. So, and it, it, and the one, the one positive from that was that people have been wearing helmets a lot more 
since then because I think a lot of times when earlier when people were dying, you'd hear some guy dying in an avalanche or like you know in some extreme Ran thing into a tree or something. Yeah, exactly. Like but yeah. this was a famous person that died on just you know a really on basic hill, just literally just falling that kind of thing where a helmet might have prevent you know probably could have prevented it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's getting a lot more people to wear helmets and and skiing to snowboarding. R.I.P. Though, so uh, she was in this. Jeff Goldblum was also in this. He's doing good. So this movie, here, here, is, here is the story of this movie. There is a, a guy who has to go to an ADR loop group session. And this is actually relative to what we do at work. This is where somebody's watching somebody on screen and they're making the noises for it. In this case, they're watching a porno. And they are doing the voices of the um, sexual noises of the two people on the screen. But these are not the actual uh, porn actresses, actors and actresses that are in it. So this, this guy played by Bob Hoskins and Natasha Richardson, they're the ones that are doing the scene. They're watching it and, you know, recording this voiceover. You don't see anything. There's no nudity in this movie at all, Pat. Don't worry. Um, I didn't say anything. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you were implying it, Pat. So anyway, they're watching this. They meet each other and then... He kind of falls in love with her, and then uh, I, I, he's much older and kind of you know weirdish looking, and she loves him anyway. And she she tells him this story about this one guy who played the piano, um, and then he fell in love with her, and he ended up like basically hurting someone because he loved her so much, and he thought that she liked someone else. And that guy playing the piano was Jeff Goldblum, and so they show him. Anyway, Jeff Goldblum gets put in jail for that. Then he, so when the story is taking place is like right when Jeff Goldblum is, is getting out of jail and he comes out of jail, Bob Hoskins and Jeff Goldblum meet up with each other. Bob Hoskins, this is a confusing movie. This is a confusing plot because it's a confusing movie and not in a good way. Not like uh, many, you know, hidden messages or anything like that. Bob Hoskins job is to recreate um, religious scenes and he does that. Jeff Goldblum looks like Jesus. Uh, his long hair in this and he has a beard and so they have him to do like the jesus scenes and little do they know they're both know the same girl and that kind of all escalates later on uh just a weird plot though uh the the movie is a randy quaid this is a bottom tier <laughs> this is a bottom tier jeff goldblum movie it. randy quaid Randy Quaid. if people don't remember it's the independence day rating so randy quaid is a bottom tier jeff goldblum movie a Harry Connick, Jr. Harry Connick Jr. is a middle tier, and Jeff Goldblum is a top tier Jeff Goldblum movie. Anyway, this is a Randy Quaid. Not a very good movie. Moving on. <laughs> uh, to Tanzania News. Okay. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. This is a good, nice and simple one, nice and easy for everybody to get. You know, you don't have to love Tanzania to love these top 10 facts about Tanzania. <laughs> here we go. Here's a num- number one here, Pat. You know, let's stop at number 10 so you can end at number one, even though I don't think they're actually in any sort of order. Number 10. Actually, you know what? We're going to start at number one's the most interesting, at okay. least interesting. The highest point in Africa, the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, is in Tanzania. So the highest point in Africa is wow, in... Wow, yeah. it's fascinating. Great, guys. Uh, Chumbe, which is kind of like... Chub Bay. Chub Bay. Chub Me. If you rearrange the letters in Chub Bay, it's Chub Me. So, Chub Bay <laughs> Island in Tanzania is home to the coconut crab, the world's largest species of crab. It can grow up to one meter in length. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Mercury was born in Tanzania. We knew this. His original name was Farak Bolsara. That's kind of interesting. Farak. Farak. So, number four here Lake Manaya. Man. Yara, Manyara, Lake Manyara National Park in Tanzania is home to the world's only tree-climbing lions. Well, that's frightening. That is kind of frightening. Uh, so, number five here, almost 28% of the land area of Tanzania consists of national park or cons- conservation areas. So that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so, that would have kind of contrasted with what we talked about with the forest thing the other day. Um, apparently, there's more national park than we realized, but people are still cutting down the parts that are not national parks. So that's still legit. So anyway, uh, Tanzania is the largest producer of cloves in the world. Cloves are its main export. What are cloves? Um, that's like a spice. 
Oh. I think. Maybe I'm saying it. Yeah, I think so. Like four of the clover, Pat. It's nothing like That's that. That's what I thought. No, it's nothing. It's not. Like <laughs> I'm like, that. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, in May 2016, Pizza Hut delivered a pepperoni pizza to the top of Kilimanjaro. Dang. Number eight, kind of number seven. This was the world's highest pizza delivery and celebrated Tanzania becoming the 100th country with a Pizza Hut restaurant. Number nine. What an honor. Yeah, number nine. Tanzania has never won an Olympic gold medal or a Nobel Prize, but it did bag two silvers at the Moscow Olympics in 1980. Maybe they should go independent like those one dudes. Yes. Yeah, then they'd have a chance. It's the country that's keeping them down, yeah. not the people that are in it. Yeah. Yeah. But if they went independent, they still, Tanzania still wouldn't have a gold medal in the past. Donate. That's a good point. Uh, and this is my favorite one. In number 10, wearing camouflage clothing on safari in Tanzania is illegal. Why? I don't know. Well, isn't there There's a, no explanation. I, and I, a lot of unfortunate I'm clicking this piece of paper and it's not doing anything. Hunting so. going on over there, maybe? Yeah, maybe that's like the uh, national garb of the uh, they call gorilla Craig. I'm sure Craig warriors. would love to go down there and hunt. That's a good point. And then we can get arrested and it'll be done. Bye. Bye. So, Pat, you got anything else here? Uh, no, not this week. Okay, me neither, man. Uh, we'll save a lot of it for next week. we got a loaded show next week. Thanks a lot, Zach, for calling in. Email the show, guys, chubstep.podcast at gmail dot com tweet us at chubstep podcast like us on facebook and of course follow zach kravitz and the show is ended bye now you know you got to go peace this is yasin